It's that time of the week to line your pockets. Guys, we are not experts. Do not take our advice or do. It's entirely up to you, but uh, just got to give you that warning that we, this is not something that we do for a living, but we do have a lot of fun with it. And Staggy was 4-0 and last week, and so we're moving in the right directions. It's lined your pockets. Let's go see if we can double up. Double up. Three or four times. I ain't telling no lies. I just run it up. Never let a hard time have was. Double up. I ain't telling no lies. I just yeah. I ain't telling no lies. I just double five, four, three, two. That's time I got to you. That money, my dreams come true. All right, two putters. It's that time of the week that we need to line your pockets and see what we can do. Take a look at the numbers. Take a look at the odds. I got my guys with me. We're going to make some picks. But uh, before we get into this week, uh, Tory Pines, we got to take a quick trip back uh, last week. If you listened to uh, our earlier pod, obviously we re- recapped it a little bit um, as far as the outcome and see, woo, Kim getting the uh, big win. But as we look back at our numbers, we had uh, we had some pretty good picks. We had some guys that uh, – had a chance, and then Steggy got hot in his LYP, line your pockets, and uh, finally got back in the positive. And so um, what do you got for us, Steggy? Let's give us a rundown at the American Express, the out in the desert last week. Yeah, I mean, I said it was time to make a charge, so it was a nice little positive week, uh, you know, to bounce back and get on the plus side of things. So we just recapping the American, American Express there. Uh, Lee had a good week again, went three and two. Uh, with a plus 1.84 units, he hit Sung J over Na. He hit Cantlay top 20, which was a nice little Sunday charge for him to get there. Uh, and then he hit a little two-unit play on on uh, Adam Hadwin top 40. And that one was he played awful round one, went really low round two to make the cut, played awful round three, and then had another great Sunday. Uh, so I guess you only have to play two of four good rounds to get in the top 40. But he uh, now year to date, Lee moves up to nine and five for his picks and plus 3.96 units on the year. Uh, BC had a couple of close ones, wanted that winner birdie second, 72nd hole, but did not come through. He went one and five for minus 2.25 units. Uh, his lone winner was Chris Kirk for a top 21 unit play, uh, which was a nice little hit there. And his year to date, four and 11 with minus 4.35 units. Uh, and then, like you said, I, I was fortunate. I got hot, had a couple of good breaks throughout the week, uh, but went four and oh for plus 6.6 units uh, for the tournament. Hit Paul Casey over Charles Howell III, hit Zach Johnson over Lucas Glover. Those were both nice because they were over by the weekend because Charles Howell III didn't make the cut and neither did Lucas Glover. Uh, and then Taylor Gooch a two-unit play over Pat and Kazire. Gooch was awful round one and then went bonkers the next three rounds. So that was a good little hit. And then Sungjae top 22-unit plays. So a uh, really good week on the year, seven and five for plus two units uh, year-to-date. Yeah, a couple a couple bad breaks uh, down the stretch there. Sungjae Saturday um, could have could have made us all money if he would have just held on. Um, with uh, you two hitting your Sung Jay, me missing mine, and then uh, um, Cantley would have got me that plus six hundred on that birdie on the eighteen. I would have liked that. It's all, it's all about those plus numbers. But uh, well, let's uh, let's move up the coast here a little bit uh, and and take a look this weekend at the Farmers Insurance Open, um, played up at Torrey Pines, 
uh, interesting because obviously we'll be back out to Torrey Pines for the open um, this weekend, a little bit different because they will use both courses. Um, so South course at almost 7,800 yards, par 72. Um, and then the North course at uh, 7,258 um, par 72 as well. Um, I don't, I, I saw some stats somewhere where it's been since, like 1968, I'm making this year up, but 1968, that someone actually shot over par on the North course. So um, the North course obviously plays considerably easier than the, than the South course. And um, when we get into our first round, our first round leaders, it might take that into advantage, although I haven't seen any tee times um, or pairings as far as who's going where, but uh, yeah. And then obviously we'll finish up uh, the weekend on the South course and, uh, see who, uh, see who's going to come out on top. I, I think the last two, the last two winners, including the defending champ Lee's boy, Mark Leishman. Um, I think the last two winners of this tournament have started on the North course. Um, so if you guys are looking for something along those lines, I think it was the previous eight all started the previous eight winners started on the South course with the last two started on the North course. So just, uh, a little nugget as you guys are taking a look to see how you can LYP this weekend. Um, and so with that, Lee, you got something for me? Nope. You're good. All right. Um, I thought he had, was going to drop some serious information on us, but uh, he'll be, he'll be back with us. So um, taking a look, Seggy, have you seen pairings or anything that's been out on your end? I have not. I was just trying to do a little bit of looking here and haven't been able to find anything because obviously there's a pretty significant advantage. And that's why a lot of times you don't find the first round leader uh, odds because it's a significant advantage being on the north course to start with. So uh, I have not seen any tee times currently. I'm kind of you know looking out for those to see when they might be popping out here. So that way you can try to get a good number on some guys, uh, maybe in just a first round matchup if you're looking into something in depth like that. Yeah, it's always always tough when you're um, kind of up against it a little bit trying to find numbers. But if you guys are patient, they'll. I believe they did the same thing last week when we recorded. They didn't have the the first round leader numbers because they didn't have pairings out and didn't know which course they're going to be on. And so, um, depending on where you watch and and follow your numbers, those will probably come out as we get closer and closer to Thursday. Um, but uh, without without them we still can make us some predictions here where it's all fun it's all all just having a good time on here so uh I'll watch for those but with that let's uh let's jump into our picks right away um you know we don't have actual numbers but uh we have good feelings and good predictions first round leader uh you can't can't win it on thursday but you can lose it and uh who's going to come out hot hopefully on the north course when you see pairings this is the other part make a prediction and cross your fingers they get the north course but Lee, who's your first round leader uh, after Thursday? Boys, I scrolled through the DraftKings app. I stopped, kind of like we used to do with the Globe, where we were going to live when we got older. I spun that baby, stopped it. Luke List, first round leader. Luke List. So anyone listening, I uh, take what you want with that one. So if you <laughs> trust Lee's stopping ability, uh, then go ahead and go with that one. I, I would just kind of thumb him through and – I, uh, you know, was just picking out a name that's played pretty well here recently. I, uh, and so I just, I'm going with Emiliano Grillo uh, for first round leader. I am, uh, I'm going to go with Jason's boy on this one uh, distance um, and hope he peers his irons because not so good around the greens and um, he can putt well enough, but comes out hot. Uh, Matthew Wolf, um, first round leader. 
uh, if he gets a north course lookout because he should be able to put up a number. Um, so first-round leader, Matthew Wolf for me. Um, top 20 lock. Who are you going to find in the top 20 on Sunday, Lee? Lock of the week, John Rahm. It's the favorite, minus 200, but I, he's really good. And it's about time um, we put some respect on his name, Jordan. Rombo played well, or has always played well at Torrey Pines. Um, found out that uh, last week's WD was because of a lifting injury. So I don't know. He probably definitely wasn't with Jordan then if he was in the gym getting the weights up. Yeah, I mean, Jordan's more into the, the, the biking and the Peloton or whatever you call it now. So, I mean, he does that, that stuff. I mean, we're out on that. We don't work out on this podcast. So I'm going, uh, I, I was looking, I didn't go too far down the board. A uh, guy that won here already to start the new year. I'm going with Harris English plus 138 for top 20 for my lock of the week. Harris English flushing the ball. Um, I'm going to go with a lock that you could probably just do a top 20 lock for the rest of the year. Plays in every event and plays uh, really well. Sung Jay, he's a lock. He's a top 20. He's an all-season lock for top 20. Um, plus 175, I think, is where I saw him at for the top 20 for Sung Jay. Um, all right, now let's let's have a little fun. Again, going back to the two-course format, uh, could, could shape some things for a few guys, depending on where they shake out. But, Lee, what do you got for your sleeper and your flyer? Sleeper this week – um, I went down to my 66 to one range where I hit, um, Kevin Na before, and I am going to go with Cam Smith this week as my sleeper. And then my flyer, I went way down the board. Um, I don't think this guy can actually win a golf tournament, but he's really fun. I'm going Pat Perez 200 to one as my flyer this week. The one thing with Perez is you know you're going to get a good round in there somewhere, but it's just what does he do in the others uh, mm -hmm. to take himself out of contention? But, yeah, definitely a fun guy to follow. He's got, he'll be rocking some Jays, too, while he's playing, so can't go wrong with that. He looks way better than Rombo does wearing the Jays, too, so mm -hmm. that's a positive. I'm looking uh, for the sleeper pick. I'm looking at a guy that I liked last week. I uh, didn't really mention on the pod a guy that's kind of uh, not been in – in contention a ton since he won a major but i'm going with gary woodland at 70 to 1 uh for my sleeper pick plays well on the west coast uh, i like how it sets up for him this week and so hopefully he can play well and then i went down the board to just over 100 to 1 here uh, i'm going with a, a guy here john deere classic winner i'm going mm. with dylan fratelli uh, yeah. at, at uh, i think he's like 145 to 1 i believe or 140, 140 to one, Dylan Fratelli. I tell you what, Gary Woodland at 70 to one is a value. I mean, you think, obviously you saw him for the first time last weekend, played pretty well. Um, you know, of course that fits him. Um, yeah, no, I, I like that. Especially when you look at some of these names in front of, in front of him. I mean, he's so... All right. Well, so my sleeper, Staggy or Lee, I'm actually right there with you. I had Cam Smith down um, as a guy I liked for my um, for my sleeper at 66 to one as well. Um, and when you said that, I was like, oh, man, are we going to have the same sleeper and flyer? Because my flyer was the previous mentioned Luke List. 
mm. um, one, one ten to one. Um, yeah, he's got the game too. That kind of fits Tori. So we'll, we'll see Luke list one ten to one is the flyer. Um, you didn't go with just picking somebody's name out as you're scrolling, right? I, that was not a, that was not a scrolling point. No, on that you would have came up with the same name by doing the scrolling point. That would have been uh, pretty magical. Hey, if you guys have a better way of finding a first round leader, um, by all means, let me know, but I could do all the research in the world. It is a scroll and pick. Well, you can always just trust Tony Finau being in the mix for first round leader. Like he might not hit it, but his name's going to be uh, on that first page, probably of the leaderboard on, on sure. round one. Finau seems almost seems like he all right first round and then gets hot second round. Is is Finau? If there was a second round leader, then Finau is is head and shoulders the guy. But uh, I agree. I mean early rounds as long as there's not a um there should be a line for a final round debacle and then we could take Finau on that and win a lot of a lot of points back but um speaking of winning then who's gonna who's gonna win this weekly who do you got um picked to win on Sunday well not just speaking of winning speaking of Tony Finau I got Finau to win this week 17 to 1 played pretty well last week I mean he, he is definitely going to win. I mean, I know we dog on him, but he's too good not to win sometimes. So I think this is the week. I mean, I, like I said, at the end of the last week's line, your pockets, uh, you know, you guys were all off of Ricky and my guy Finau, and then they came back to bite you a little bit. So I love picking Tony Finau. doesn't matter where, when, just give me Finau. Uh, I, however, am not going with him this week. I do like him to play well, uh, but I'm going to go down the board to somebody that I love when they don't talk about him uh, and his odds drop quite a bit. And he did not play great last week. I'm going with Brooks Kepka at mm. 36 and a half to one. Get that half in there because as soon as it goes down to 36, I don't know if they like him as much. I noticed DraftKings DraftKing had a few of them with the, the half in there this week. Like either – like their board or their research department is really locked in this week. Or it's just a bait. They just want you to <laughs> want you to go after it, Staggy. You, hey, you, you if Kepka, dro- Kepka drops below 30 to one or higher than 30 to one, I guess uh, there, there's good value there because there's going to be a lot of big names in the field. Big, big game hunter comes out. Brooks, let's go, baby. I see. Uh, We'll see. I say, I see Brooks, big event, Brooks, you know, he only plays big events, big event, um, big, uh, big lineup. So maybe this is Brooks's day or maybe he fades today. So get a, even a better number next weekend when we go to Phoenix. Um, but uh, so with that, then my pick to win 22 to one uh, Harris English um, playing well, uh, of course seems to fit him. Uh, let's hope maybe he gets a, uh, Starts out on the north course and gets a groove going again. Uh, reshape the form that he had out in Hawaii and, and comes away a winner on Sunday. So Harris English 22 to 1 is my pick to win on Sunday. All right. So then with that, let's uh, let's slide down, slide down to our LYP. Line your pockets. Got six units in play. Um, use them as you wish. Find some numbers that make sense to you. And uh, let's roll. Lee, who do you got for line your pockets? I got a heavy Australian theme 
uh, today, just so everyone's aware. Um, right off the bat, I got a matchup. Jason Day versus Adam Scott, minus 125. Really like Day. Um, he, he likes his course, too. So that will be a, a good fit for him. Two-time um, winner of this event, I believe, right? So yep. He likes it here. Uh, next one, I have uh, Jason's boy, Billy Ho, versus Brian's boy, Ryan Palmer. Uh, like Horschel in that matchup, minus 137. I'm also going, uh, this is a plus number, pretty solid plus number, Francesco Molinari, top 20, plus 275. Played well last week. He had a little bit, you know, I mean, he, he won a major and then didn't play great. Tiger kind of took his soul at the Masters, and I think he's on his way back, though. Uh, my next one, one unit play, Mark Leishman, defending champ, top three Australian at minus 110. And then my last one, I'm going back to Jason Day, two unit play. I like the two unit top 40 plays. So I'm going back to that. I hit Hadwin last week. I'm going to hit Jason Day this week, top 40 minus 137. Heavy on the Aussies. I like mm -hmm. it. Cam Smith was a name that kind of popped for me uh, in regards to just looking at him and thinking he has a chance to play well this week and uh, not being talked about a lot uh, in preparation for the tournament. So I also do like Jason Day, but uh, I stayed away from him in any matchups. I might have a little unit play on somebody that Lee picked against. So uh, I'm going with some head-to-head -head matchups like I did uh, a week ago. My first is a one-unit play, uh, and it's going to be – I'm going to my guy. I'm going with Ricky minus 118 against uh, CH3, Charles Chucky Three Sticks. Uh, so I think that uh, Ricky's going to get that one. I think Ricky's – it's going to be a bounce-back year for Ricky. So I'm getting on the board early uh, to take advantage before his numbers get uh, worse in that situation. And then I'm going with another one-unit play. Sticking with the theme of my boys this week, I'm taking Finau. Uh, at a plus number, plus 110 versus Xander this week. I know that Xander's a West Coast guy and that he's from out there and all that stuff, but uh, I like Finau to play well again and kind of silence the critics this week. And so I uh, got Xander or uh, Finau in a one-unit play there at plus 110. And then I'm going with a guy that is an up-and-comer. Uh, I'm going with Will Zalatoris. I hit him with a top 20 or top 10, top 20 at the U.S. Open uh, on our Line Your Pockets back last segment or last season. And so I'm going with Will Zalatoris minus 106 uh, in a head-to-head -head matchup against Louis Oosthuizen. Uh, and then my last head-to-head -head pick uh, for my fourth one is another one unit. And I'm going to take my go right back to my guy from last week, Taylor Gooch. Minus one thirty-seven versus Max Homa. Uh, I don't. I don't think this this course is a good setup for Homa. Uh, and the way he finished last week, he was draining everything he looked at. So I think I'm I'm looking to fade Homa this week. And then my two unit play to finish thing off things off is going to be a top twenty uh, play on Ryan Palmer plus two twenty-five. So mm -hmm. two units on Palmer plus two twenty-five. Hopefully. He finishes top 20, but Billy Ho finishes just slightly ahead of him. So Lee and I can both hit there. Do you just like saying Gooch? Is that why you pick him every week? He's a solid player. I mean, the <laughs> guy, the guy's an up and comer too. Oklahoma State Cowboy. I, 
like this game. Don't know if I like how he spells his first name, Taylor, yeah. T-A-L-O-R, but neither. Uh, that's neither here nor there. So, but I'm, I mean, he hit last week on a two unit play. I'm just going one unit this week against Homa, but uh, I like him to play well again. All right. As I look down my list, we got all plus numbers. Obviously that's how we roll over here. Um, I'm going two top 20s, two top 40s, and two missed cuts uh, on my six plays here today. Um, so top 20, Gary Woodland uh, at a plus 300. And then Cam Champ, um, top 20, also the same number, plus 300. So those two guys find themselves in the top 20 on Sunday. Um, distance just too much of a factor on the course. And so got those guys finding themselves in the top 20. Top 40. Um, before mentioned Luke Liss, they see him in the top 40 at a plus 150 for Luke Liss. And then the other one in the top 40 is going to be Sam Burns, uh, came out, shot 77 in his first round of the year and followed up with a 66 last weekend. So catching fire. He's a plus 138 on a top 40 finish for Sam Burns. Um, and then I'm going mix, miss cut. See, woo, Kim, mm-hmm. um, a little hangover from last week and so plus 163 on him missing the cut um so Siwoo is gonna come out and struggle a little bit and then um I was I'm with you on on Homa uh Staggy and so I was going back and forth between what I wanted to do but I I just for whatever reason I can't get myself to cheer against Max Homa so I went ahead and uh went miss cut Ricky Fowler um plus 150 (laughs) Wow. Going MC. Is that like in spite of Jason or what? That is just because he played well last week and he's not going to string two together. So he's going out MC. That makes me feel way better about me picking Ricky because, I mean, as soon as you're fading him, he's going to play well. So, uh, I mean, that that came out of nowhere. I mean, I expected you guys to be on the Fowler bandwagon this week. That transition that Brian used there totally caught me off guard. I, I did not see that ending happening that's right i can cheer against fowler it's i can't cheer against uh homa so that's why i went uh went ricky miss cut plus 150 so that one will hit before the weekend um so we'll be so we'll be good to go there but uh those are my six plays um we'll see i uh i looked a little bit at uh some of the tournament props um when i actually initially made my picks uh the other night i they weren't all up. And so I didn't get a really thumb through a bunch. Um, and uh, so, which is a little, little out of the usual, usually I got to hang on to the 72nd hole, see what happens. But, uh, but this week uh, I'll, I'll be all right. If everything, uh, everything shakes out early enough, but uh, LYP uh, anything else guys, what do you, what do you think? Feel, feel pretty good. We didn't really throw out any, a ton of side, um, the side ones, but uh, we got we got a good a good list of names here that people can take a look at and, and do with what they wish. I'm excited about the tour going back to a premier course right now. You know, I, you know the courses that they've been at here recently, Hawaii, that's fun. Uh, PJ West, yeah, that's good. But you know, we're getting the Tory Pines little preview of the U.S. Open potentially. Not going to play the exact same way, but uh, yeah, love getting back to Tory Pines. It brings back memory of Tiger uh, beating Rocco Mediate in the the playoff there for the u.s open so tory pines a special venue it's time to start following our picks i mean we're we're making money so i guess if you don't like making money then yeah don't follow but well if you want the plus numbers go for bc a little bit of lee 
Uh, but if you want to get in the positive units, follow your boys, Lee and Jason. That's right. Until one of these big ones hit, then it's going to be, then it's going to flip the other way. All it he takes is one week. One week. It's going to be five and 25 and plus two units. That's, that's right. That's, that'd be, that's a goal right there. If I can do that, I mean, let's go. So, and then next week we'll have a lot of fun. We'll look to Phoenix um, and uh, see what's going on in the waste management open down there. Um, that might be something too, where Lee, we might have to reach out to a couple of our guys in the area for some, some on ground insight. Uh, maybe even bring them on the pod and see if Showtime and Geelan might want to uh, jump on and, and help us out. That could be, that could be fun. Could get out of hand. So something. We can get Madsen back too. see what get, great prediction he has for get, the week. Get Madsen on. Then we could for sure got some wins uh, if we're up against him. So, well, good. No, a lot of, a lot of fun. We appreciate you listening. Hopefully I uh, gave you something to do over the weekend as if you need something to do. We, we just now gave you something to follow along. We appreciate you following on our journey, having some fun. Uh, if you got some picks, some numbers you like, send them our way. Shoot us a tweet, uh, DM us, text, whatever you got to do. We appreciate you listening. This is the Two Putt Podcast, Iowa's number one golf podcast, and we'll catch you on the next tee. Turn seven to a 14, 14 to a whole thing. Lord knows it's a cold game. Switched up on you hoes, man. Big body take both flanks. Backseat blowing propane.